This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundations Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Yes, I am here. I'm Miss Shannon here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. It's the Health and Wealth Show. Happy New Year to everyone. And so some things seem very, very new and some things are going to be very familiar because we do have this new show, our Health and Wealth Show, that'll be on every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. But we have two of our very familiar experts that rotate through who are going to give us some great information as they always do, including my good friend sitting here with me in the studio right now, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic. Happy New Year, Dr. Amy. Happy New Year. You look bright and shiny. I'm very excited to see you. I missed you over the holidays. Oh my goodness. It just seems like time has flown. We're already on January 10th. I know. It does. I mean, and and I think that that's both good and bad, is trying to get into the swing of this new year, but also admitting the fact that just because we're in a new year that doesn't mean that things didn't you know carry over there aren't things that we were thinking about last year that we still need to think about now it's all a progression it's just a progression i always say just because we changed the calendar doesn't mean that all miraculously everything is changed and we have a new slate agreed so if there are some things that you're like okay i wish i could have put them behind me in 2020 you are not alone but there's lots of reason where you go hey here's how we're going to reframe these things as we move into 2021 and health is definitely one of those things too i think that we were you know we use milestones in life and so being able to go well once we get to january i'll start x and it seems like quite often any of those health related goals are those kind of things where you go i can't think about it at the tail end of the year i'm too busy there's this family whatever stressors so you go just let me get to january yep and everybody <laughs> then re- retakes stock <laughs> right mm-hmm. and kind of reevaluates and you know at the beginning of the year looking ahead for the next 12 months is a great opportunity to um, make some of those goals um, really try and think about Things that you would like to see in your life, how you would like to feel. Right. Um, I always say maybe thinking ways to invest in your health. I think, you know, we invest in so many other things, our kids and our jobs and all of these other things in our life. But a lot of times we don't always invest in our health. Right. And so really thinking about what that might look like for you. Those, you know, they don't have to be these earth shattering changes. Right. And, you know, some of the things we'll talk about today are just little things that you can think about making those changes that can make an impactful difference on how you feel, your energy levels, right, and how you're functioning in your world. And so, yeah, looking at these little microcosms mm-hmm. versus, I don't know, kind of the big fireworks of our life. Right. Sometimes, I'm going to lose 100 pounds right. and, and I'm exercise gonna, three hours I'm going to cut day. out all sugar. <laughs> I'm just going to go cold turkey on sugar. Like all of these things that are fine for some people and may work, but may be not the kind of goal you should be setting yourself. Maybe you should be looking for more sustainable everyday goals that you could have that work for you. And speaking about health in general, I always like to remind people that, uh, especially our our ladies out there who are our MyTalk fans, about what goes on over at Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinic, because it is overall health-related in general. So it's a great place if you're just like, I don't know why this is happening. Let me call. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, we talk about lots of maternity care because, right. of course, we're a birth center. Yes. So we help women through um, their pregnancy, 
you know, you deliver at the birth center with us and then we help you with all your postpartum care. Right. If you're thinking about getting pregnant, we do all of that preconception care. But we also are full scope women's health. So, you know, a lot of times when people say women's health, you think, oh, that means I can go in for my pap or my breast exam. But it really means anything that you're experiencing in your health, you can come and see us for. So if you're not feeling well, if you don't have great energy, um, you know, if you're worried about your thyroid, if you have a family history of something that you want to investigate more, you know, those are just a few things that kind of fall under that women's health umbrella. Right. That we can be that primary care provider for you to help with those issues. And then we can also then say, okay, so this is something bigger that you need a specialist for. We can help, you know, make that happen. Right. And make those referrals or, or help you say, okay, this is somebody that we work with that you know, that we recommend. So it helps take that guesswork out. Right. Because sometimes you're going, I think this is a symptom. You know, am I am I overreacting? Did I WebMD it to death? Like, what am I <laughs> like? All of those things, like when you try to like self-medicate at home, like well, maybe I'll just put some icy hide on it, whatever. You're probably doing something that you're going, I'm guessing. And you don't know if you're even addressing it correctly, starting with you know, health health foundations is a great way to go. Well, let us at least help you go. Here's who you should talk to next. Yes. And I think too, you know, it's important. I find in our healthcare system, you know, we in at health foundations, we do a lot of education. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why we do this radio show, right? Right. We want to educate. We want to give people the tools to start that investigation or to, to get those wheels turning to start thinking about their health. It's no different when you come to see us for an appointment or when you come to see me, you know, that we want to be looking at that whole picture. Right. We don't want to just say, oh, you have headaches. Here's an Advil. Right. You know, that doesn't solve the problem. It solves the immediate symptom. But we want to see why you're getting headaches in the first place. Exactly. So your appointments with us are longer. We do talk through, you know, a, a wide variety of things that influence your health, not just necessarily the one symptom that you're coming in for. Okay. Because it's our whole system, right? We have to take a whole body approach when we're looking at things that we're not feeling well. Right. And um, and so that doesn't happen necessarily in our conventional medical system. Right. You know, sometimes you're in there for five, 10 minutes. Oh, you have this. Oh, I'm going to ask you these 10 questions about your symptom. Here's a prescription for a medication and you're out the door. Well, it might help you start feeling better as soon as you start not taking that medication you know, a lot of times those symptoms come back. Right. So, so the problem really isn't solved. And the other thing that you do is you make it okay to have questions. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We do welcome questions mm-hmm. um, because, you know, health is something that not everybody is educated in. And right. rightly so. I mean, we have professionals for that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you went to school for all those days. I will help you talk. I'll give you the words. And then you handle all of those things. Like next time I have a phantom pain, I'll be like, that's why I have Dr. Amy as a friend. I'm stuck exactly. figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really are there because we want, again, to arm you with the information so you have a good understanding and that you are an advocate for your health. Right. You are a participant in your health care because it's you and your body. It's not a dictatorship of us saying right. you do this exactly out the door. Right. Um, and so, you know, I really hope as we, you know, as our as our medicine in this country evolves, that we see more of that. But it's you know, it's difficult. There's there's lots of of things behind that. But when you come to see us, 
know that. You can ask your questions. You know, we often have people pull out their phone or pull out their list of questions and almost be apologetic. Right. I'm sorry. Are you, is it okay if I ask these questions? And, Hi. and I was like, wow, don't be apologetic for wanting to know and learn more about your health. Of course, you can ask those questions. So I'm not a bother by going, how come this feels this way? Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. So we are going to help uh, people start off 2020, uh, 2021 uh, by talking about your immune health, which is all we could think of right now. Like there's lots of things that were out there, but you're going, how can I make my assist- my immune system better? And now I'm, I, I appreciate that you're going to be covering a lot of this information today because it's we're like inundated with it. Like now there's even more ads that are saying I should take this. I'm get, you know, I get emails all the time that go, Hey, you should breathe that. And like all these things <laughs> where I'm going, well, wait, what is that thing? You know? And so having you come in back to what you do at health foundations to provide information and resources and really help us distill what's yes. going on with that. And I think, yes, it is. You know, we, um, we haven't had a lot of TV at our house for several years with our kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, we do things, we, we stream, we do things more like Hulu or mm-hmm. Netflix. So we don't really see a lot of ads. Mine, mine. Cause I'm free. I have free YouTube. There's the YouTube that's telling me that I need all this stuff. <laughs> I'm all like, do I need that? I'll ask Dr. Amy. I don't know if I need that. <laughs> so. But we were watching more TV a little bit over break. Just, you know, turn on the TV and type of a thing. Right. Wow. <laughs> I told you it's all over the wow. place. Wow. I'm like, I'm even thinking, wow, do I need to be thinking about that drug a little bit more? <laughs> and I'm right. laughing at myself thinking, <laughs> maybe this I do is need insane. that. Insane. The it amount does. of drug ads and shakes and vit- I just like, wow. Mm-hmm. The advertising that we get inundated with that just gives you enough information to be harmful. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> It's enough to worry me because now I feel like, oh, because it, it, it usually comes from a position of fear. Or yes. it's like, if you don't do this, you are ruining your immune health. But I'm like, I thought I felt fine. <laughs> and then I saw, <laughs> I saw the commercial and now I'm like, maybe I don't feel fine. And you only, you see it once and you're like, oh yeah, whatever. But then <laughs> it's like every 15, 15 minutes you're right. seeing this and I'm like, Wow, that is marketing for you. Right. So what myths are we going to spell today and what information are we going to pass on? So, you know, a lot of what we're going to be talking about boosting your immunity in 2021 is a little bit about lifestyle. We're going to talk a little bit about how important your gut health is. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're going to talk a little bit about stress and also really about some testing and some um, vitamins, minerals, supplements you can be thinking about um, in your journey to just having good immunity in 2021. Wonderful. Well, if you have any questions, you can be part of the Health and Wealth Show. Just call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundations in a moment. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics. And we're talking about your immune system. And I think it's great because we see a lot of Okay, you need to, you know, I I can think of a specific commercial where it has a picture of, of somebody's, you know, a, a graphic of their guts and what's going on in there. And it just confuses me more. And I'm like, you've read all this stuff. <laughs> why do you now, why are you so confused? But I think it goes back to what we said before the break. It's enough information to make me feel like I need to activate and do something. And I'm like, you already have probiotics in your house. You already have all this stuff. Why am I going to do that? So let's help people figure out what does it really even mean when I'm talking about my gut health and those things? 
Yeah. So I just want to back up for just one second Mm -hmm. and say, and this is not a really popular thing to hear. And that is, there is no silver bullet. Right. Right. When it comes to your health, Mm -hmm. there's not one pill that's going to make you lose a hundred pounds. Right. There's not, you know, one cream that's going to get rid of all of your wrinkles. Mm Mm-hmm. That it really is an investment of time and energy. And oftentimes when you hear that, even though we might know that in the back of our minds, but when you hear that, it feels overwhelming and too much. Right. It's demoralizing to go, I I don't know where to start and how to put this cocktail together. And, you know, and I think of some of the more unhealthy times in my life because we all go through, you know, ups and down periods. We all go through times that we gain weight. We all go through times that we don't feel well. Mm -hmm. And then we also go through times that we've got lots of energy and we're at our best health and we're fit and all of those things. But I do. I mean, I've had colleagues just have a sit down with me. You know, some of those times when I haven't been feeling well or when I when I haven't been like that stellar health and really look at me and say, Amy, (laughs) you just have to exercise or you just have to be eating better or you need to be sleeping. It's just, it's always a just. And it's like, no, there's no just. There's no just, but it it really was like a wake up call to say, hey, you know, there's not that silver bullet. You need to invest in these things that we all need those reminders. We need to invest in our health. We need to put the time and the energy, have a little bit of forethought sometimes. And so these things that we're going to talk about today, you're going to be thinking, oh, Dr. Amy, I think, you know, we hear about these things. We hear about diet. We hear about all these things. You know, I'm going to say them over and over again, because like those commercials, mm-hmm. when we hear them, they start to stick. And then we start making those small changes. And when you start making those small changes, you start noticing over time benefits and bigger changes right in your health one of the things that i notice is that once i start making those micro changes in my life it's easier to go back like if i have a moment and i'm like oh i know what it feels like now and i'm like that was making a difference how do i pivot back into it yeah yeah and i think you know making those littler changes over time incrementally Mm -hmm. you're right you're more successful versus going into your kitchen one day and say okay (laughs) No sugar, no gluten. I'm taking these 10 supplements. I'm Mm going to exercise three hours a day. Everything out. Mm -hmm. And well, that may be sustainable for a week or maybe even sometimes two weeks or however gritty you can be. Yes. (laughs) You know, that's that generally for most people isn't sustainable over time. And I think overall, when we're talking about these things, especially with you, Dr. Amy, it's trying to find sustainable changes that empower you instead of you feeling like I'm overwhelmed all the time and I can't to come at it from a position of you can do this. We're going to do many, many things and you have support and there's here's the questions that you have and here's how we address them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yes, let's start talking a little bit about diet, about our guts. You know, you are what you eat, right? You are what you eat. You are what you eat. (laughs) So those Snicker bars, that 10 cups of coffee, I'm not saying that we can't have things that we enjoy. Right. Moderation is key. You know, we hear that all of the time, but I want to give you some little bit concrete things that I want you to do. Even just try them this week. Okay. With your diet. Mm. I'm not telling you to take anything out. Mm-hmm. I just want you to add something in. Okay. So. A big part of our health and a big part of how we feel during the day is how our blood sugar is regulated. Okay. 
And when we regulate our blood sugar, when, when we eat, how that happens and how I found people are most successful is how often you're eating. Okay. And what you're eating. So the what you're eating piece is I'm not going to talk about taking anything out right now. Okay. I am going to talk about protein. All right. Because protein, when we eat protein, it helps stabilize our blood sugar over time. And the one place that I want people to try and add something in this week is breakfast. Okay. So really trying to get in about 15 grams of protein with breakfast every day can make a huge difference. Okay. So what does that look like? That might be two eggs. Mm -hmm. That might be a Greek yogurt. So Greek yogurt, when you look on the back, try and get the ones that aren't full of sugar. Right. You know, there's there's great ones that have lots of protein, a little bit of sugar. Um, you can still I use add one a called triple zero right now because that's oh, okay. yeah, so I do that. Is it Wicos? I don't ever have to say it out loud. Like starts with no. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, I've heard it said so many different ways. Right, and I've never Googled it, so I might be saying it wrong. But that's the one that I <laughs> that yeah. one of my dietitian friends suggested because it doesn't have all of the sugar in it. Well, it doesn't. And then mm-hmm. you also, you know, I always like to add things or suggest things that people can that are easy to grab, right? Whether you're at home or you go to work or whatever that looks like these days, you know, you can add just a little bit of honey for sweetness. You can add nuts. You can put a little bit of fruit in so you can jazz it up or you can just eat it plain. Right. No big deal. And so that 15 grams of sugar really sets your day up in a different way. Wait, I'm going to pause you because you said 15 grams of sugar and I, I mean, know you meant 15 grams, grams of protein. protein. Just right. for anybody listening, we are paying attention. We got you. So don't, <laughs> no sugar. You don't Thank need 15 you. grams of sugar. You don't need 15 grams of sugar in the morning. Yeah. 15 grams of protein. And then, you know, what I like to see is protein with each meal and snack. Okay. With ideally thinking that you're getting three meals a day in. And oftentimes a few snacks. So that you don't let yourself go, your body go too long so that you're ravenous, basically, is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. So when you're eating these small, frequent meals and snacks, the key there is small, right? You know, here in our country, um, you know, I was talking to my kids about this the other day because we were talking about the cleaning your plate and clean plate club Mm -hmm. and portions and all of these things and You know, I told my daughter, I'm like, you don't have to finish your plate because this portion that she got was, I don't know, probably good for four people. Right. (laughs) We talked about, you know, you can split it up. We can put some in the fridge, but you don't have to eat all of that in one sitting. Right. Um, That wouldn't necessarily be a healthy, healthy because she was getting full, but she was like, gosh, I just feel like I have to finish what's on my plate. Plus, I think your eyes like you go, especially if it's something that you enjoy. Because that's the scenario I have with my son. I'm like, I know you like all of this stuff. And so some of it he'll eat so fast, he doesn't even know he's full yet. Right. Because he's like, oh, this tastes so great. Let me just swallow it all whole. I'm like, well, slow down. Yeah. So I had, you know, I, I had to help train him to do that, too, because it is hard when you're a kid. You're like, I like it. I'll keep eating it. And it mm-hmm. takes about 20 minutes for us to register, you know, when we start eating that we're full. Right. And so thinking about... um that's why eating slower, chewing your food, you know, all of those things, they sound like, oh my gosh, why are you talking <laughs> about this today? Right. But, you know, they all have a reason, rhyme and reason why they work. Okay, so let's get back to this protein thing. So mm-hmm. protein, each meal and snack, mm-hmm. 15 grams of protein with breakfast. You know, that's really the only number that I'm going to talk about today. Okay. I'm not going to say you need X amount of protein overall in your diet right. in a day. 
But I do want you to get protein with each meal and snack. It equalizes your blood sugar, which also means that people generally have more energy throughout the day. Okay, that makes sense. It also means that when we're not having these peaks and valleys of blood sugar, that our emotions are much more even keel. Oh, okay. Because as our blood sugar goes up and down, our emotions go up and down, our energy goes up and down. And so, you know, when you have that afternoon crash, you know, that's what we're looking to avoid. Mm -hmm. Or when you get to five o'clock and you walk in the door, it's the end of your day and you just want to open the cupboards and ravenously eat whatever that your first eye sees. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, kind of avoiding that scenario. You know, all of those things add to how we feel in a day, add to weight gain sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these pieces. So... Try that for a week. Okay. And see how you feel. Mm -hmm. See if you have more energy. See if you feel a little bit more even keel during the day. See if you don't get that two or three o'clock crash. Right. You know, where you want sugar. Mm -hmm. I always say if you are craving sugar, it means you're not getting enough protein. Okay. Now, how do you make that correlation? Because when our blood sugar dips, our bodies tell us, I need something. Right. And generally in our brains, it kind of feels like, oh my gosh, I just need that sugar. Because mm, it gives okay. us that natural elevation, you know, it increases our blood sugar. Right. Gives us that boost with our energy. You know, sometimes you get that energy. little rush yes. for a minute. Okay. So um, if you're eating enough protein, if you're eating enough, you know, frequently throughout the day, when that blood sugar is equal and even, you're not going to have those sugar cravings because your blood sugar is not dipping and your body's not literally screaming out saying, give me food. Right. Well, what are we going to cover in our next segment? So we're going to, we are going to segue into that gut health piece. It's so important. Perfect. You can also be part of the health and wealth show. The number is 651-641-1071. I'm Ms. Shannon. That's Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the health and wealth show here on My Talk 1071. If you're listening and you're like, hey, what happened to the mom show? We're just transitioning. Sometimes we change, we freshen up. And so we're still going to have some great advice courtesy of our panel of experts, which is Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass. And then we're also going to going to be having uh, rotating in with our friends from Clear Step Financial. They'll be in next week. So every week, if you are trying to look at your overall health, whether it be physical health, financial health, we have somebody for you. So make sure you call in and you're part of the show at 651-641-1071. And Dr. Amy uh, from Health Foundations is uh, helping us go over uh, kind of if you need a reset and you have some questions about your immune system. That's what we're covering today is getting yourself stable as far as those things go. Absolutely. So we talked a little bit about in the last um, segment, a little bit about you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. Some things I want you to do over this next week with protein, eating small frequent meals and snacks and see how you feel. Right. I really want to talk about gut health. Okay. Because gut health is so key to our overall health. A lot of people don't realize that about 80% of our immune system actually lives in our gut. Okay. And, you know, other things that are important in our gut are a lot of our neurotransmitters are actually in our gut. And when we think about neurotransmitters, it really starts thinking about things like mood. Okay. So if you're having those swings where you're like, I feel just really down, is that part of it? It can be part of it. Some of that, there's lots of pieces to that, I guess. Okay. 
So, but let's talk specifically about gut health and what that means. So in our guts, you know, we digest food. We have, it's kind of like our transit system Mm -hmm. for when we eat, how our food is digested, the vitamins and minerals and, and pieces of our diet that we need are absorbed and utilized in the factories in our bodies. And what we don't utilize then, um, we eliminate. Okay. In our guts, we have what's called good bacteria and bad bacteria. And that's what we're going to talk mostly about today with our guts. Okay. And, you know, in it lines and, and offers a protection. It's part of our immune system. So everybody, when we talk about generally good health, we want everybody to have lots of good bacteria. Okay. To be able to have a good, hearty immune system. Right. And be feeling good overall. When we have poor diets, when we eat a lot of sugar, drink a lot of alcohol, um, eat a lot of, um, you know, processed foods, right? all of that impacts those good bacteria. Okay. Stress impacts that good bacteria negatively. Um, When we, sometimes the medications that we take or sometimes medications that are supplements that we don't take okay. can influence that. So well, Dr. Amy, how does bacteria, like if we were, if, let's say it was a little cartoon things. Yeah. Is it that you have all these little bacteria that are running around and then based upon what you eat or don't eat, they die or they get lethargic or what actually happens to those bacteria that That's you're talking about? So let's say um, if you think of like your... Uh, Digestive as a tube. Yes. And then think of it like putting a little forest around all that tube. Okay. And I'm going to use antibiotics because everybody can see this really easy. And I'm not saying antibiotics are bad. Right. And I'm not saying we don't need them sometimes. Um, but it's, it gives a good illustration that sometimes when we take antibiotics, they move through our system. And all of a sudden that forest, you know, maybe say 50% of that forest dies. Gotcha. And then maybe we say, okay, there's this other bug that was hanging out, this other bacteria, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, if you see them on those kids' cartoons where they're kind of like that monster blob. Right. <laughs> the one that's hanging out in <laughs> the, the shadow over here, right? <laughs> gotcha. All of a sudden he says, oh my gosh, that forest is dying. I can make it through this time. I can come through. Yes. And hey, friends, okay. I'm going to bring you with me. Mm-hmm. So then sometimes this bad bacteria starts taking residence in the good bacteria. If enough of that bad bacteria comes in and takes over, you know, that's when we start seeing uh, an influence in our health. And, it, right. you know, the thing with gut bacteria that's very interesting is it can influence everybody differently. Okay. So sometimes you might have more fatigue. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you might get rashes Mm -hmm. or skin issues. Uh, Sometimes you might not be sleeping. Sometimes you might get a lot of gas and bloating. Right. Joint pain. You know, all of these things. And I could list off. I could just keep going and going. Could really be related to our gut health. So when people come and see me and and we start talking about the picture of what their health looks like, that is absolutely a component that we look at. Okay. Because if that foundational piece of your gut health is not addressed, you really overall aren't going to notice. I mean, you might notice a difference, you know, over time, but if you don't address that gut piece, right, you're not going to really feel the greatest okay. in the end. Right. We can mm-hmm. lather, 
you know, cortisone on our skin or. And you're like, why am I itching? And it'll still itch. It'll still itch once you take that cortisone. Or I just feel puffy today or I just, you know. Uh Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So when we're rebalancing our gut, we're really thinking about removing bad bugs, removing any sort of medications that maybe aren't needed or or influencing it negatively, negatively. And then this is the piece that I do a lot, a lot of work with Mm -hmm. is really identifying food sensitivities. Fair enough. You know, there's things called food sensitivities and there's food allergies. Mm -hmm. Allergies are things you eat and you have an immediate reaction to. Oftentimes those things you might have Benadryl or EpiPen for. Yes. Or, you know, you say I eat strawberries and I get a rash all over my mouth and, and it starts down my body. Right. Those are true allergies. There's a test called IgE mm-hmm. that it's a blood test and identifies those. That's not what I'm talking about today. Okay. What I'm talking about are food sensitivities. Food sensitivities are not lifelong. Oftentimes allergies can be. Okay. Food sensitivities really result when our guts aren't the healthiest they can be. All right. And when maybe we have more of that bad bacteria or there's more of that forest that's died and left these gaps okay. in our guts. And so a lot of times people hear it as leaky gut when yes. things are leaking through and all of a sudden our body's reacting to them. So we want to identify what those food sensitivities are because if you are continuing to eat those foods that you're sensitive to, it's kind of like an, a stress, a constant stress on your body. Okay. So when you identify them and you remove them, it gives your body an opportunity to rest and to heal. All right. So we remove those things. Then we want to replace our forest. Right. You know, so uh, how do we plant those new seeds? Yeah. So we there's lots of ways to heal your gut. A lot of times, you know what you can do easily at home without talking to like coming to see me. Right. Is a lot pre and probiotics. So probiotics are in supplements. They're also in foods. Okay. Um, prebiotics lay down the the foundation um, that the probiotics then can grow on. So prebiotics are often fermented foods like okay. sauerkraut, kombucha, you know, any of those fermented foods. There's also supplements that you can take. All right. <laughs> um, and then the probiotics are really those good bacteria that come in and populate and restore the forest in your GI system. So when you are helping people figure out that prebiotic, probiotic um, mix, um, when is, you know, because one of the things that I see when I'm reading my health-related articles in my women's magazines, it's, okay, well, you need a prebiotic, and then I'll know that something is all the rage, like kombucha, but knowing that there is too much or this part isn't really benefiting you, it's not like you should replace all of the water that you drink with kombucha all the Correct. time. Like, how do you, uh, what is your 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 base um, suggestion as people are starting that journey? It's really just adding some of those foods into your diet. Okay. Don't go overboard. Right. Don't drink a gallon of kombucha a day. Right. But if you incorporate that or sauerkraut or other fermented foods in your diet, you know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be overwhelmingly like, oh, my gosh, because that will cause GI distress and upset in and of itself. Okay, (laughs) right. So this is more of a, hey, you know, if you're going to go the route of having the the fermented food, it's like, okay, well, maybe instead of having that cup of tea in the morning, you could have a kombucha or something or with lunch. You can have one. Absolutely. All right. Um, And so we've removed, we're replacing, and then you know, really repairing. 
So there's other supplements that, and it kind of depends a little bit on your picture, but we want to repair that gut lining that offers that environment for that forest of all those good bugs and bacteria. So a lot of these things are things like omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. So sometimes people take omega-3s as a supplement. Other ways we get it are things like through fatty fish. Mm-hmm. Um, things like zinc and glutamine. But, you know, when we're talking a little bit more about what this looks like for you, this is where a provider can really step in and help individualize what that looks like and say, okay, this is what it looks like for your scenario. Maybe these are the things that are going to most benefit you okay. the most. I'm also one to gather information. So a lot of people sometimes um, hear elimination diets as a way to identify food sensitivities. Right. You know, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge uh, fan of elimination diets. I've done this for many years and have tested hundreds of people and kids with for food sensitivities. And early on in my days, when we talked more about elimination diets, it's when you start eliminating all the major allergens. So dairy, wheat, egg, soy. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a lot to take out of your diet. Right. But what I was finding in elimination diets is it didn't always pinpoint the thing that you might be reacting to. Is it because we took so much out at all at one time that you couldn't go well, what it was or? No, and I'll give this an example. So I um, I used to work with kids at Children's Integrative Medicine for a long time. And um, I will never forget this eight-year-old mm-hmm. who came in. We did some food sensitivity testing. Of course, I always ask about their diet. And the number one thing that came back for him was mushrooms. Okay. And I thought, wow, what eight-year-old's really eating mushrooms? Right. But you know what? I sat down and I talked to him and his family and come to find out they eat mushrooms multiple times a day in their foods. And I'm thinking, how in the world would we have identified mushrooms? Mushrooms. Mm -hmm. We took it out and wow, we saw a big, significant change. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes with those elimination diets, it's difficult to pinpoint some of, and we'd have never taken out mushrooms. They're a vegetable. Right. And I've Mm -hmm. seen that with green beans or other odd things that you just wouldn't pinpoint. So there is food sensitivity testing. It's IgG testing. Mm -hmm. It's a specialty test. Oftentimes it's not something that all providers necessarily test for, but it helps, you know, at least give, um, some information about what foods specifically to be eliminating. So you're not just doing this blanket, take everything out with elimination diets. I've also found that, you know, you take everything out for a period of time and then you start adding back in. Right. And, you know, sometimes I found that when we start adding back in, if there's multiple sensitivities, that, that journey of discovery takes a very long time. Right. And when we're just um, doing food sensitivity testing, it's a blood test. It's much easier. I mean, simple blood draw. We get, we test 96 different foods. It rates them on a scale to no reaction to a high reaction. We have the information right there to say, okay, these are the five things that we're going to take out for X period of time. We are going to replace and repair your gut, you know, replace all that good bacteria, repair your gut. And then we start adding those foods back in. With food sensitivities, I, you know, I am not um, a fan of eliminating foods forever. Right. I don't think that's a way to live. And I actually don't think it's very healthy for a period of time. Yes. 
oftentimes we do need to do that. But it's always important then to add them back in. So, Dr. Amy, before we go to break, if you feel like that might be something that would be benefit you or someone in your family, what test are they supposed to ask their provider for again? Yeah, it's an IgG antibody test. And not all providers might know what that is. It is more of a specialty test. Um, and so if that's something that you're interested, you can always come to us and ask Perfect. or you can ask your provider. All right. Well, we'll remind you how to get in touch with everybody over at uh, Health Foundations when we return. And we're also going to wrap up up with some additional information on your immune system. You're listening to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. As you heard producer Sandy say, we do have a number of podcasts, including this show. You're going to be able to find this. Just use the keyword health and wealth because we cover a lot of information. Sometimes you're like, oh, wait, I popped in in the middle of something that seemed like it applied to me. You can always listen back to this and previous shows just by going to MyTalk1071.com. Keyword health and wealth today with us. Talking about health, Dr. Amy Johnson-Grass from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Women's Health Clinics. We've been talking about our immune system. So I know that we have a lot to cover before we wrap up. And so appreciate you sharing all of that about um, our gut health, because that's clearly something that we see or we hear about in a lot of ads. And we're not always sure how it applies to right. us. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, you know, what I've seen, you know, we've been talking about this for decades. Right. And now there's been this um, interest and Correct. more information, I think, about your gut health. So we're starting to see a little bit more in like TV ads and um, a little bit more in magazine articles and, and uh, social media and those sorts of things. But hopefully this made a little bit of a connection and a little bit understanding uh, initially, at least, why to start thinking about that gut health. Right. So if you're having these funny symptoms, if you have a lot of gas and bloating, mm -hmm. um, if you're not having bowel movements every day that are well-formed like a log, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you are having lots of skin issues, headaches, you know, fatigue, joint pain, you know, one of the first places or, or one place that needs to be addressed really is your gut health. Right. And so... Um, thinking about all of those other things that go along with those pictures, but also including that gut health in that in, in, in everything that you're investigating. Wonderful. So the last piece that I wanted to just talk a little bit about today was, you know, we always like to talk a little bit about testing. Yes. And, um, and I think your immunity and your health and, and knowing where you're at also does have a testing component. I'm a big believer in gathering information. Okay. Um, and sometimes, you know, we were talking about easy ways or easy things that you can do with your health on the break that um, often a test can tell us if our iron's too low. Right. That's an easy fix, mm -hmm. right? We can supplement with some iron. You've got more energy. You feel better. It's easier to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, in this investigation, it really helps us pinpoint some of those things that we can, I don't want to say easily fix, but that we can address so that you're getting to feel better. So is there a list of things that when I'm talking to my general practitioner or my provider that I can go, hey, we haven't tested this in a while. We should just check up on it or get base levels on certain things. So we're going to talk about a few of those things okay. today. So, you know, if you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you know that I like vitamin D. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of just go, you should always check it because it's probably low. You should always check it if you are a Minnesotan and you've lived here for any period of time. You are checking it to see how low you are, not to necessarily see if you're in range. Okay. Um, and so what we like to, what I kind of think of it as when we test vitamin D in our clinic is 
How are you dangerously low? Are you just <laughs> hanging out kind of in this mediocre zone? Because you're probably low. That's what you're saying. <laughs> the likelihood of me coming back and not being low because I'm a Minnesotan. You know, I, I, I do. I've been thinking about actually writing a research paper just about the prevalence of vitamin D deficiency in mm-hmm. the population that we see. Um, just to get that information out there. And then start talking about supplementation. So in general, if you're an adult in the winter, 5,000 IUs of vitamin D daily mm-hmm. is needed. And what we're seeing is often that 5,000 IUs a day is maintaining the levels that you're at. But if you're taking more than that, I do recommend that you work with a provider. Okay. Because vitamin D is one of those things that we don't want too much of in our body. Okay. And so uh, working with a provider, um, if you're taking, you know, really higher doses of vitamin D that you can talk about, maybe um, monitoring a schedule, um, looking at, you know, how those levels are increasing over time versus just taking a really high dose over a period of time and it being too much. You don't want that. Vitamin D is not one of those things you want to take too much of over time. The other thing that I do... um, encourage especially women um to check is their iron okay you know iron plays a role in our energy it plays a role in um how you know if you're walking up the stairs and really out of breath we see this particularly in pregnant people mm-hmm. um but again this is something that we test in a lot of women in our clinic and are finding that women are coming back low a lot all right And there's two different types of iron that we talk about. There's hemoglobin and there's ferritin. Oftentimes when you go into your provider, they are only checking the hemoglobin. That's what's circulating in our bodies. And so oftentimes that can come back uh, normal or looking good. It's the ferritin. I think that's important. That's our iron stores. Mm -hmm. That's what our body's pulling from. That's why our hemoglobin oftentimes is normal. But our iron stores can be quite low in women. Okay. And 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 that again exhibits itself how? Well, again, it's that fatigue. And the, the, the thing that I say is we are used to functioning at what we know is our normal and thinking, oh, of course, I'm a little tired that or this is just how I feel. Right. It is very wonderful to see when some of these levels are out of whack mm-hmm. and people start supplementing and addressing these issues all of a sudden have this great new normal right they feel better they have more energy they're not getting sick all the time whatever that might look like that that's a new normal that you didn't even know about because you've not felt it right um and so iron yes iron particularly and, and if you're supplementing with iron you know I, I talk about this a lot as well We don't want you taking synthetic irons because a lot of times women are scared to be taking a supplemental iron because they say, oh, my gosh, I hear it gives you a stomach ache. It makes you constipated. Right. And I don't need any of that. No, Mm -hmm. no, nobody needs that in their life. We ain't got time for that. No. And um, so that synthetic iron can often do that. But plant we know we talk a lot about plant based iron in our practice and plant based iron does not have those same effects of constipation and GI upset. So do I just Google that? So just look for plant based iron supplements. Yep. And again, if you're going to the co-ops, if you're coming to places like I mean, you can look on our website, you know, we've got these things as examples or things that you can uh, purchase. You know, they have those plant-based irons for right, you. Right, right. Um, other things, you know, just your routine health checkups. Check your blood pressure. 
Look at your weight. What is your BMI? You know, looking at these simple measures of health and especially those blood pressures are important. And then there's these specialty tests. So we talked a little bit about IgG antibody testing for food sensitivities. Um, and then the other pieces, you know, we can test to see um, what the composition of your good and bad bacteria are in your gut. Okay. It's what, what we do it as is a complete digestive uh stool analysis. Ah, okay. And um, what it does is, you know, it looks at the percentages of good and bad bacteria. So we can really then pinpoint and say, okay, this is the formulation of probiotics that you specifically need. Okay. Or this are, these are the supplements or these are the things that you need to really rebuild and repair your gut lining and your right. gut health. And so, I like these types of tests because they are information gathering, but then they're also giving us specific tools then to say, this is specifically for your picture, what you need. Right. Well, I think that in general, that brings us back to what you do at Health Foundations in, uh, specifically is that individualized patient plans and patient care yes. that we get all the time. So let's remind everybody to get a hold of you. They can go to healthfoundations.com. You do have all of that wealth of information for if you're pregnant, if you're a new mom, if you're planning a family. But as we covered today, you also are a great resource for all things in general as far as health is concerned. Absolutely. Come and see us and check us out. Right. Well, we will see you again very soon. You've been listening to the Health Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. We'll be back next week with our friends from ClearStep Financial. If you have any questions, go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.